When I was confronted with the images yesterday, I was appalled that they appeared on my page, but I believe then and now that I am not either of the people in that photo. In that photo. In that photo. God damn, it's a new day. God damn, but that nigga wanted more than. What is going on? Get up, get up, wake up, wake up. This is reasonably woke for our second episode of Reasonably Woke. What's up, brothers? What's going on? Pharaoh, what is the word, bro? By the light, by the light, brothers, by the light. How is everybody's week? I just want to kind of warm things up, see how y'all are doing. Anything new? Um, I got an opportunity to represent a a new wine bar that's that's coming up. Fire. Um, being able to um, do all the marketing for their new their new launch. Fire. So I'm getting all prepared for that, but I'm really excited about that opportunity. That's dope. How so. did that come about? Um, I just know the guy from Harlem's Cigar Room, yes. and I'm, I'm doing his marketing, and okay. he's getting you ready to open up next door, so everything's kind of, you know, it's not growing. It's branching out. Yeah. It's branching out. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Fair, what is the word, bro? What is the word? Yo, it's fucking freezing, all right? <laughs> uh, the most exciting thing about my week is that I've made it through this fucking frosty-ass weather, all right? This shit is ridiculous. This, um, this weather was something, I actually, which is interesting um, that you say that, I, not to be nerdy or geeky, so I was watching National Geographic, yeah. and they said that um, there was some sort of heat wave in the North Pole, mm-hmm. which you know somehow then spread out like the cold air or whatever the case is and like in the jet stream and stuff like that so it's just like you know we were like yeah it was like, shooting what's... up the it was shooting up all the the warm air into the atmosphere which was feeding the cold front that was hitting over the midwest basically. exactly exactly um so you know from from there uh we got those like negative degree um weather and, and stuff like that yeah 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 it's and then a crazy situation so and do you guys hear um and i'm gonna go to estat um did you hear about the the situation that happened in um chicago like there was like however like nine or so, however many people that um that died um yeah i mean but that was kind of happening all through the northwest just because okay. those those temperatures were insane you know they were going to like negative 40s and if you don't have heat if your heat cuts off if you're homeless yeah <laughs> you know like that's not that's not um conducive to you living <laughs> so and so um, homeless so i believe these were homeless people and i saw like a picture of them on the news and of course they were huddling up on like the sidewalk for for body heat yeah like it's you know you and know, i was insane. like goodness Sad. gracious that has that that has to be something um pharaoh do you actually did you actually get to see um that the, those news stories Oh, we may have lost them. Um, yeah, I saw a few oh. of them. Um, yeah, I saw a few of them. Uh, I mean, this happens every year when we have this drastic call. A few people always get caught out, which is kind of ridiculous because at this age in civilization, there's no reason why someone should spend a cold night outside. That is the biggest thing like that I was thinking about too. There's no reason that there was no, like there was no, um, I would say shelter for, for these, for these people. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, 
you know, in the wealthiest country in the world. Exactly. Right? Like, we can't hold somebody down for one night when it's negative 40. $5.7 billion for a wall, though. Yeah, no, we got, we got money for that. Flint, though. Michigan still don't got clean water. <laughs> People are dying out here, uh, but we got $5.7 billion for that. And even uh, these presidential races, how much money that they actually um, raise. Oh, uh, yeah, no, we know where to put our resources for somebody who's going to pay us. But to take care of our citizens... Not so much. Not, not not so much, right? I think that's the biggest the biggest uh, irony of this age. In the age when we actually have the ability to do things that would make things better and like achieve those goals we never could, we don't care. We yeah. don't have the will to do it. Like before, this would have been a more of a thing. You know what I'm saying? I have the ability to do it, so I'll do it. But it's just not there, bro. Yeah. No, I hear you. Um, the money is not the problem. <laughs> so what is the problem then? Because I may have missed it in your. In, so, what is the problem? Uh, rich people are sitting on their money and not spending it on making society better. Did you, Before, we used to have rich princes, and they judge themselves based on how good their cities look. Yeah. Now you have rich people who don't give a fuck about how their cities look. Mm. Did you hear the um, of or uh, AOC um, Alexandra Ocasio? Ocasio Cortez? If I'm, I'm sorry. I'm yeah, no, her that's name. her. But that's you her heard, name. you heard of the um, uh, of her policy that she wants to push in regards to like taxing the rich i forget uh, yeah it's called like a millionaire or so, like you know it's they, a 70 percent tax on people who are making uh 10 million dollars or more exactly um I, I think there are a couple of things that are important about that which is that she's taxing them on the money that they make above 10, 10 million, million exactly so up to 10 million dollars you'll probably still be at that 35 percent rate and then above that above when you're filthy rich now you got to pay <laughs> yeah. 70% <laughs> you know Although like this is not new like this is basically the luxury tax that built the interstate highway and put a man on the moon yeah this is less than what was going on in like the 50s mm. the 50s is around 90% oh shit um, so then we so we yeah, of course yeah, I'm situation it was, it's been continually going down wow um and that's why the the debate around this is so ridiculous when they keep saying oh my god that's going to like bring the economy to a halt mm. well if you look at the economy in the 50s and the 60s we had the strongest economy in the world that was when the tax rate was in the 90 percent and the 70 percent oh. when we started slashing these things during the 70s and the 80s all of a sudden we have these boom bust economies and we have the middle class being just kind of wiped out can we take that's it part back of the reason why can we take it back to how like or who are we placing blame on one particular party? Could we place blame? Oh on no, it's been both parties. It's both parties yeah. have been fucking shit up. I mean, it was just um, it's just how economists started to look at the economy when you started to shift all of the, um, really the the focus of what a corporation should do, right? So yeah. back in the day when you had these sort of patriarchal organizations their job was to take care of their workers so yeah. their workers would kind of live off of the company okay um eventually it came to the idea that the only real reason for a corporation to exist is to increase shareholder value mm. so it's to take all the revenue that they can get and they can give it out to their shareholders and when you keep doing things like that and you keep kind of bringing down the marginal tax rate it does increase shareholder value all the time but it makes it so it's harder for government to function so it's harder for the government to actually provide the services that it needs to provide mm. so even back to fair point where you know before we judge our society on how well we treated our citizenship citizenry yeah now we think of our society as how high is the gdp and increasing the gdp does not help you know poor people who who can't find shelter during negative 40 degrees exactly there's right. no money for that right well, you have to according, shareholder according to wilbur ross uh our uh the people who have who weren't 
paid in the shutdown yeah. were only one third or a third of the percent, a third of the percent of the GDP. So it's not that big. Not that so bad. these are billionaire talk. This is billionaire talking, you know, about this. Uh, correlated that with AOC's uh, you know policy it's like this motherfucker is too rich right now because like how are you in office Which you're is- over here trying to represent the people and you're saying that 800,000 federal workers and thank god that the the shutdown ended yeah. but 800,000 federal workers still haven't got their second paycheck as of that the shutdown is on pause it didn't end oh it's true on pause. thank you thank you for correcting me yes Very it's true. on pause Be- until February 15th Mm. Yeah. Did you guys get your tax returns? Because y'all better file that shit ASAP. I, I'm filing nothing. <laughs> they about to be. I'm about to try to you know, take no money out of my check. There ain't going to yeah. be no IRS. There ain't nobody at the IRS. I ain't paying you guys no money. Did y'all see Did y'all see that meme? They were like, the government is shut down, but why, why are uh, taxes still coming out my damn yeah, paycheck? Right? Government shut this down. Shit is shut nah. down. Everything is shut down. Y'all can't be taxed a bit. The restaurant shut down. I don't got to pay for my meal. Right? <laughs> the, the restaurant ain't going on. You know? Oh my goodness. So this is we are I'm glad that we were able to record really early. I'm really glad. On this Sunday, this is February. Today is February 2nd. Right. And we are in Black History Month. Mm-hmm. Right? So, for if this thing this thing is messing up right now. Technology, come on man, you're messing up my hype. It's Black History Month. What do you Hold on. It's it's dramatic. It's the dramatic effect. It's the dramatic effect. Think it's black rims on this black wheels. Yes. Yes, that's what it is. It's Black History Month. It's February 2nd. Uh, <laughs> I want to play that shit again. It's going to run it back. <laughs> I want to. I want to. Oh, it's not even running back. So, I got a black fist balled up. Yes. And it ain't just me. It's all us. Mm. 400 years of oppression. Oh, yeah. It's black, it's black, it's black. Black History Month, y'all. Uh. Um, so, of course, we, I, we, we put up on our Instagram where Black History Month is not just a month, but it should be 365 days. Or would, that's what we, it shouldn't just be relegated to 28 days, the shortest month. How did this come about? I'm sorry, I'm segue. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm going off a little bit, but I just want to really know this from my political mind, not my historian minds and so, and so forth. Pharaoh, can, can, you, can you help me with that? Why is it that Black History Month is just on February? Like, how did this come about? Was after Martin Luther King? Uh, first of all, it started off as like a week in February based around uh, someone's birthday, I believe. Um, and then it got expended over time. Mm. Now it's a full month. But now the black people today, they're so distant from oppression and suffering. All they do is bitch about how come we don't celebrate it all year long. No one ever used to celebrate your dumbasses at all. All right? So respect your answer. From the words of Pharaoh the God. Uh, Yes. (laughs) I I, I think to the point, though, like, you don't have to um, celebrate black history specifically because it's American history. There you go. You're going to tell them. And the idea of, you know, separating it from American history. Right, like, this is the only time we are able to celebrate it. Uh, yes. Yeah. Hold on. It's like a it's weird not separated. No one was teaching it before. That's why we even had to start. Like, yeah, yeah. Tell- I'm just saying like now at this point, like right, like so 
before that they just wouldn't teach anything and then you know it was during black history month we learned about three people right you learn about martin luther king and w.e.d du bois harry and, tubbin the same you know, old, yeah, yeah like you learned about those people but in reality black history is is american, american history, history. it's very very deep off of our backs yeah so like our ancestors should, backs it should be backs. being taught all around us in part of the American story. You teach yeah. American history, there should be a lot of black history going on in there. There yeah. should be a lot of Spanish history and a lot of Asian history. I mean, there's a lot of people who are a part of this, yeah. not just old white males. Amen. All right. We're going to um, come back because I actually veered off the road. So we were talking about <laughs> rich, rich um, white men. And mm. we're going to segue that into transition that to the Fire Festival Fire. with rich white people going to and being bamboozled if anybody hasn't seen the netflix and hulu i haven't seen the hulu um oh you gotta watch both side. that's i know i can't who I, come on now where's the username and password what pass that up hand that up this pass black people out. always looking for the hookup you know that's what we need to talk about on black history month <laughs> black people looking for the hookup <laughs> <laughs> Fair, you got the Hulu subscription? We got it. Come on now. We got to share. Hold on, hold on. I, I remembered. I remembered. Uh, I, think it's, I think it's Lincoln's birthday in uh, Frederick Douglass. Oh, he's going to he, he went back. Week. He went back. No, I had to think. It's I think all right. Lincoln and Douglass. I'm pretty sure it's Lincoln and Douglass. That's yeah. how it started. We'll, we'll, co we'll come back, back with that. that uh, co the what are we talking about now? Because <laughs> he, he, so, he was like, I need to get this. But I understand that because I have that too where it's like this is on my mind and it's like right at the tip of my tongue. Um, we are actually like things you've known for so long that like you kind of forget minor details and you know it but like you like haven't brought it up to your forefront of your memory in a while. Exactly. Right, right, right. Exactly. Well we're talking about the Fire Festival and coming up off that Hulu subscription where you got the where, what's the username and password share in, in the in the group. It's gonna give that out to the. <laughs> oh, I, got you, I, got I said, share it in the group. You know, you know, I got it all, bro. You know, I got it all. <laughs> so, um, did you see, um, Pharaoh, Did you see the Hulu, the Hulu, um, documentary of the Fire? Do I really have to watch both? Is there something I heard in the Hulu documentary that you don't learn in the Netflix documentary? It's a trashy situation. It I mean, is a trashy situation. Yeah. How much more trash could you tell me about it? Oh no, there's more. There's more trash. There's more things you learn. Like, so tell us about. Oh, let all right. Um, start from the beginning for those, this is going to be a spoiler alert, but we're just going to go through the entire thing. So we'll put it in the tag. This is a spoiler alert. If you have, if you haven't <laughs> watched, I mean, it's been out for three weeks now and everybody's watched it. It was like bird. It was like bird box. Like everybody watched it. So and also, it's, not, it's not like a spoiler. Alert. Like everybody knows what happened at the festival. That is like, true. it's just you kind of like filling in the details. Exactly. You know, exactly. Um, so you just want to do a quick rundown. You yes. Want me to? Start from the beginning. Sorry. How did this come about? Did I try. I'm, I think I have a really like, like one minute version of the story. All right, let's go. Let Pharaoh, all right, Pharaoh, let's go. One minute version from the beginning, from the very beginning. One of the most brilliant salesmen ever alive fell to the dark side <laughs> and decided to hook up with Jaru. Well, actually, use the image of Jaru and a couple of the world's hottest models to throw a fake music festival. Yeah. Now, I do believe they intended to host a real music festival, but shit just kept fucking up, and uh. they weren't the quickest stinkers on their feet. Now, because this festival was put on by, well, promoted by hot supermodels, of course, the richest and bougiest of social media influencers and rich white kids, or just rich kids in general, run to the event. When they got there, there was nothing there because, like I said, shit kept happening, and these guys want the quickest thinkers on their feet, and they refused to cancel the event and just take the L. But lesson, always just take the L. Uh, 
<laughs> and everyone suffered because of it. So you had a week, I think you had a good week of videos on Instagram, social, all the social media platforms of just rich kids stranded in these like yeah. FEMA tents <laughs> yeah. in some island. And we all had a good chuckle and laugh. No one really felt bad for them. It was actually really good to see. Um, it was actually really good to to um, see the background uh, history of that. You know, it, it was really good to see the background history of that. So, um, Estat, I'm going to kick it back to you to give it a little bit more nuance on the Hulu side of the Netflix uh, on both because I just want to get your your um, idea of like what happened there. Yeah. So I would say a couple of things. Um, the first is that you could have had you know. Um, the top minds in the world trying to put this together and there's no way you would put it together in four months. Yeah. Because they were trying to do it on an island with no infrastructure and they were trying to invite a couple thousand people to show up. Yeah. Um, the, the second part about it was that this guy, he was... He was pretty, basically a con artist. Billy so he was, Yeah, he was trying to... like. In the Hulu one, you kind of find out that his initial hustle was selling tickets that he didn't have. Yeah. So what he would do is say, like, oh, I got 200 Hamilton tickets. I'm yeah. selling you the Hamilton tickets. Yeah. And he would have to wait to buy them to like the day before. He would pay these ridiculous sums of money for them. Yeah. And he would have to pay for the the Hamilton tickets by selling you tickets to the Grammys. So like Shit. he would, that, like that was his hustle before okay. was like selling tickets for these prices, yeah. having to overpay for them, and then selling you more fake tickets that he doesn't have. He did. He tried to do it again after he got caught up. That's why yeah. he. That's why he does it again. But oh. that was his initial hustle. It wasn't yeah. like a a new thing he, he came, came up right with. Back. He was like, I need money yeah. so I can go back to the the old hustle. Meanwhile, he was told that he can't do that beforehand he was yeah. like by the by the i think the fbi or whatever said that he he needs to stop that and well because it's just fraud it's, it's illegal fraud. yeah like yeah. he doesn't have these tickets like but you can't he, he didn't go to jail for it uh -huh. though i think he's in jail now no but before for that the uh, i can't remember well, because the before other. it wasn't exactly fraud oh like before like he would buy the tickets but it was yeah. just like a ponzi scheme like i'm selling you 200 hamilton tickets for yeah. 50 dollars a pop i have to buy them for 100 dollars a pop yeah. therefore i have to sell 5,000 Grammy tickets. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. just to pay back the, the other the other people. Gotcha. Um, and then it was just like the aspect of what he was doing during the festival, which was the reason why so many rich people had to go was because like you couldn't sell tickets for that for like a normal price okay like so initially he started selling the general admission tickets for about a thousand dollars so way over way exacerbated the, the price well initially that was too cheap okay. right like you could sell them for a thousand dollars but having a concert on a private island yeah um with your own you know um whole setup mm-hmm that would cost a lot more than $1,000. Okay. So once he started running out of money, he had to Dang. get rid of those tickets. Yep. Now the tickets are $25,000. Now Shit. you're paying for a yacht for $100,000. He has none Shit. of this stuff. Yeah. But he's just selling made-up things. It's yeah. part of all of his initial hustle, basically. Damn, dude. This Billy McFarlane. So then somehow he gets together with Ja Rule. And the fact that it's like Ja Rule, like this man has been... Uh, he went to jail. Everybody forgot yeah. about him. He came back. I don't know if he released any music. Nothing new. Not so really. why... How is it that... This is coming from minds of minorities. So white people still love Ja Rule. <laughs> white people still love well, I mean, Ja Rule. I still bump a Ja Rule song every once in a while. I mean, but you know? if, if, if somebody was saying, let's go. 50 Cent just brought Ja Rule's entire music collection. 
Oh shit! He did. Yo, he is, is that petty. real? He is or... real petty. Like, he bought the first three thousand. He bought the first three thousand seats in his in in ja Rule's concert because it was on Groupon for like thirty bucks. So he was like, I ended up spending like three thousand or so dollars. You know, for to him that's like nothing uh-huh. just to just to shit on ja Rule. <laughs> Yo, like, Fifty Cent is so petty though, dude. It's so petty, and I would, I wouldn't, I would not be surprised that he did that. I wouldn't be surprised. I, yeah, I mean, I saw that come up, but it was on one of those like realhoodnewsmedia.net.com oh, or so something. Like, yeah. So like, I didn't know if it was like a real thing or not. Yeah. But like, I mean, I want to put it past him, but just why? I know. Like, like, who's buying Ja Rule catalog? Like, it don't even, it's, it's not even worth anything. It's he can do it. Once you have the money to just spend, you know? I guess so. Um, I guess Power's doing really pa- good. Yo, Power's doing real good. So, I can't wait for se- season three. Season three, I think, or season four, I keep getting lost, but I can't wait for that. To Everything 50 Cent does, does pretty well. He's a fucking thug. <laughs> <laughs> he be bullying people. Um, yeah. So, the, the craziest meme that came out was that guy... Um, the gay guy and that story with the with the bottle water. What? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> this man, Billy McFarland. Granted, I don't know how he knows that this guy has, and I can't remember his name right now, but he, he that he has the best dick sucking abilities. But he said he has to go and take one for the team. Well, he was just the only gay guy. But how do you know team. that? But how do you know that he was gonna say, "Hey, I'll do it." He didn't. He just asked him. <laughs> so hey, I mean, like, closed mouths don't get fed, huh? I, I, <laughs> I this even. man really said, "I need you to go," because there is it was like one hundred forty thousand um, dollars that they need to pay to get the water out of customs. Yeah. So he said, "Hey, I need you to go ahead and and, and get this and get this water." I mean, that's take an L to... for the team. Will you suck a dick? How water. persuasive that guy is, and that the the other guy was ready to do it. Like he went home, took a shower just in case something else popped off. You know, I gotta smell good. You know, he's like, I gotta really sell this. I don't care what's going on. <laughs> gargled, gargled some, gargled some Listerine. <laughs> this shit was crazy. My dude. boss called me up talking that. <laughs> I would have been like, click. <laughs> I mean, but y'all not if y'all if you're gay, then it's in your lane. I, but no, so it's like, like, yo, I need you to go. Yeah. Smash this. Oh, I mean, will you do it? <laughs> Real at reasonably woke. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> No, it's funny though. He's right. Reasonably work because that is really true. I wouldn't be as offended. Like, if somebody told me to do that, like, I might still not do it, but I wouldn't be as reasonably woke. Reasonably woke right there. Because, uh, but it might be like, nah, like, that's not happening. But, like, damn. He called me, was like, yo, for some 40, to get some $40,000. And he was ready. Granted, they didn't say what happened. They no, didn't he said say, he didn't do it. But um, and he, but they still got the water. Yeah, he said the guy was just like, I want to get paid first. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. That that whole that whole situation was crazy. So, the, as you said, the power of his persuasion, I'm like, this guy can sell salt to a snail. Like, oh, yeah. He's just that good in sales. I mean, um, Pharaoh, you're, you're almost our, our, you are our sales connoisseur. <laughs> like, you're, what's the, what is the, the trait or the trick that you feel as though he has that he's able to persuade all of these people to do some random shit. 
endless positivity, absolute commitment to the goal, and he doesn't take no for an answer. You've met, you've met my dean, right? Yeah. Imagine my dean, but not wanting to actually give you a great experience at the end of it. Mm. Yeah, same person, it, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Same, same, yeah. same concept. Yeah. Great salesman, all the great tactics. Except he wants to. He's going to show you the product at the end. Yeah. This guy had no intention of showing you the product. Yeah. Um, like I said, one of our best fall into the dark side. <laughs> one of the best sales guys fall into the dark side. Yeah. And he's only serving like five years in jail. Yeah, he's serving like five, six years. Can we talk about? Like, I mean, honestly, 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 it's not like he committed a major crime. All right, he frauded people in a different country, but he frauded rich kids. All right, and rich white and, kids. and and the reasonable effort to show that he was actually trying to put on a thing, and things did happen. His island got moved; they lost the first island. There's reasonable things. Should he have canceled? Yes, and that's probably what he's really losing for not canceling that he should have canceled. But there was effort to put on a thing. That's why that's only five years. And he's a rich white guy. Come on, guys. Yeah, that's that's white collar crime, as they call it. Um. They did. They did say that um, he was like drowning in debt. Like he needed this shit to go off. That's why. Oh they, yeah, no. He that's why they needed said he needed happen. this to happen. That's why he. It wasn't that. Oh, you know, endless pot. No, he he was in desperation. Yeah, he was like, I'm fucked. But it's also just how you motivate people. Yeah. You know, like if you can always make it seem like you got it under control, even if you don't. Yeah. People will still follow you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And also, like, to me, it's like the Titanic going towards an iceberg. Mm. Like, at a certain point, you're already on the ship. I feel you. So now you're just trying to figure, like, you can't bail out. Like, it would be smart for you to just jump on the lifeboat now, yeah, right? But you're still trying leave. to fix the ship. Like, yeah. you're trying to, like, all right, let me put something up. Let's make sure, like, that it doesn't hit yeah. the iceberg. Mm. But, like, it's inevitable what's happening. But you're already on that boat. You're already there. So, you know. That current is taking you. Yeah. Yeah, he was in, he was in endless debt. He needed that shit to happen. Mm. And the fact that... Ja Rule, I mean, I think that Ja Rule should definitely be prosecuted for this because throughout the entire, because I, as I saw the Netflix side, mm. he was he was in this thing throughout. I mean, yeah, he didn't know. I'm not, I'm not taking Ja Rule to be any business mastermind, you know? I'm not thinking that he's like a, a like a Shaq, you know, in regards to, mm. you know, doing one thing. He played sports, right? And then Shaq is like ridiculous in, in regards to business. He owns like however many um, um, fast food joints and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I'm not coming to Ja Rule for that but even in the Netflix thing he was like oh no it's not fraud it's not fraud it's it's I forgot the word that he used but he was like it's you know yeah so I was just like what's the word you know <laughs> interesting yeah well that was a fire festival make sure you go of course and check out the um on both sides of course um now what topic are we do we want to talk about right now um the what happened to, to Jesse Jesse's oh that Black was just really sad. Month. <laughs> Hold on, Go, yeah, no, um, break it down. I mean, um, so I believe on January 29th he was going out late at night. I guess to go just to get like a sandwich or whatever. They were recording Empire in Chicago. Um, yeah, and it was like it was too cold or something to record outside. So I don't think he was. I don't know if he was recording at the time. Or no, if he were. was just oh he was recording at I'll the time. I'll actually break it down. So he was they were recording. He was going to Subway because he wants to go grab something to eat. They apparently said to him that oh you should have um, security, mm -hmm. and he was like nah I'm I'm good I'm good I'm good. Went to the Subway. Some guys came out. I think it was two guys. Yeah, and they were like aren't this you? is MAGA hat country. Yeah, but but so they were like aren't you aren't you that 
with the ER. Aren't you that nigger mm-hmm. from Empire? The gay, the the um, the gay um, nigger from from Empire. Yeah. Right. So from there, I I didn't hear what you know how any everything else transpired in regards to you know how all of this got so physical. But he had broken ribs. He got bleach poured on him, and he had a noose tied around his neck. Yeah. I mean, and then this, said, "This is MAGA hat country." This attacked him. Like it wasn't yeah. even like it was an escalation of a fight. Oh, like they just kind of ran up on him and yeah. just attacked him. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's just a sad situation, and mm-hmm. it's crazy too because they haven't found the people yet. That's who, crazy. Who right did there. that? Yeah. Um. But That's they crazy. had also so like he had also received an envelope full of like a white powder yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, that is sad. Um, sad. Are you serious? How sad? This is America. If anything, this is all we've been saying. We're going fucking backwards. We're at the point where they're attacking the famous black people now openly and in public. Yeah, and of course they're masked men. So it's not me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it's it's sad in that you know it's it's um, and it's not shocking this yeah. right. It's not like this is something that when it happened we were like, oh my god, how could this ever happen, right? Mm-hmm. Like we've seen stuff like this happen before, and it's just that the fact that it's such a regularly occurring experience i mean like if you look through the news any day you can find some black people getting attacked for for a plethora of reasons this also this also means this is happening more widespread and is currently being reported and if this happened to him you think this is the first time these white guys have done this well no i mean even the the shootings the the walmart shooting and everything like that the walmart shooting i'm not talking about the shooting i'm talking about random white guys attacking black people this is going on rampant it has been escalating since Trump um, since Trump started his run now it's going on to the point where cops aren't even doing shit about it because they run everything like this is the truth of reality like if this happened to him actually I even think the reports of hate crimes are far beyond what we've had in years yeah no I don't I don't disagree with you at all yeah I definitely don't disagree with you at all um and then to bring it, so which is interesting. So Jesse Smollett um, definitely, you know, get get better. He actually walked himself or brought himself. I heard to um, to the hospital. Yeah, and he was able to give like a concert, maybe like one or two days after. What? Yeah, Yo, he gave like a concert. Like, hard working man, right there. Yeah, like you know, so yeah. you ain't keeping him down. Nah, you're just gonna go to jail looking like an asshole. Well, so. hopefully, I'm really hoping that they catch his ass. <laughs> um, now to move on, which is so interesting that we're talking about this in Black History Month, but you know, this is you know we're talking about reality in this oh. in this you know in this situation. Black History Now. But <laughs> that is true. So now <laughs> we have the governor of um of Virginia, um Ralph Nordham. Or yeah, yeah Ralph. Uh, Ralph Northam. 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 I yeah. said Northam. Northam. He, on Friday, was you know, surprised at a picture that he had when he was 25 that we found out since he had his press conference yesterday. Yeah. He was 25 in med school. He was surprised on Friday being brought a picture of somebody, and his, this is coming from him, somebody, two men, Possibly because somebody was in a KKK sheet and another one was painted in blackface, mm-hmm. like heavy blackface. Yeah. Um, he says, Ralph Nordham, this is not me. And then, um, and continues to say, this is not me. You know, everybody is, you know, from both sides of the aisle, Republicans and Democrats, mm-hmm. are telling him, you need to resign. 
You just need to resign. You know, this is in the this is in the um, the age of what's his name? I keep forgetting that guy's name from um, Alabama. Roy Moore. Uh, Roy Moore or something like that where, you know, people are telling him resign, resign. You like did, you know, granted two different things, but, you know, you're, you, your, your whole political career is tarnished now. Yeah, I think so. I, I think this has been happening or this idea has been developing over the last maybe 10 or 15 years. True. That this if you don't, if you, you can just not resign. You can just not stop. Yeah. Like, so if you look at Mark Sanford, right, the, um, the senator from North Carolina, okay. um, he got caught, you know, like on the Appalachian Trail with like some other woman. Oh, shit. Like, on the Appalachian Trail. Like, if some, like, he was in like the mountains in like South America with like this woman or whatever. Okay. He comes back, resigns, and then runs again and gets elected back to, um, I think, I believe he's in like Congress now. See? Um, so like people started to learn that oh like if I just don't stop you can't really do anything you can't do anything so now you have people like Trump you have you know all these people who um are doing these crazy things and people tell you to resign this go no I heard the senators of that state do have a um do have power but you can't just you don't have power to get rid of an elective official oh okay like you can just you can ask him to stop you can not give him any money (laughs) you can like censure him you can do a lot of stuff but you can't just be like you have to resign and yeah yeah yeah, there's no impeachment you can just keep saying no (laughs) and that's what he's so he so he then has a press conference and says that this is not me and then says so yeah before he actually said it was him then he said it. Uh, did he say it was him? Because I heard he said initially it's not he me, just. And then he was like, "It was me." No, initially he apologized for it. Okay. So he said, "I'm really sorry." Like, because he he was basically saying it was him in the picture. He's mm-hmm. sorry about it. You know, on his yearbook page, mm-hmm. whatever. Then he switched up at the news conference and said, mm-hmm. "It's unequivocally oh, not me." Not me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so then he says, "It's not me," but then says, in that same year, that he participated in a. And this is in 1984, 25 years old. There was a Halloween contest where he dressed up as Michael Jackson. And he says that he put um, shoe polish on his face. And he then goes to say in depth that you can only put a little um, shoe polish on your face because it's so hard to come off. Meaning that you know previous... To that situation, that shoe polish <laughs> takes a long time or it's hard to get off of your face. So now this time, this, the second time, is the time that you that you only put a little on. So because he, you know, because he wanted to dance with, you know, as Michael Jackson and apparently won that Halloween <laughs> dance contest. So there's a couple of things I find that are unique to this. So I feel like this is what happened. Because he wasn't sure what happened, because uh, all the time he done it, he probably thought it was him in the picture, and then realized later on that it wasn't actually him in the picture. But he had already admitted, it, so he had to come forth with all the times he actually did blackface. Could it could have been him in the picture because he had past experience, which is why he confessed to it at the first place. Yeah, yeah, I think that was the question everybody was asking. Like, I know I've never 
dressed up in blackface. Thank you. So like, I was, it, it I'm just gonna say something. There, like there would have never been a question about it. <laughs> Did like, you ever do this? Like, no, I didn't. Like, I think I can remember if I ever dressed up in blackface. Yeah. Like that's not something you just forget. Or like anything. Like there, like somebody came up and was like, "Oh, Spencer, we have a picture of you in a in a dress." Like, no, that never happened. It was not me. I know I, 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 I never dressed up in a dress. <laughs> like that just didn't happen. Yeah. You don't you don't have that picture. You photoshopped it. Yeah. Like I don't I don't know what picture you have, but it's not me. Um. There were there were a couple of things I thought were funny. Where a like he was like I didn't know this was wrong, but he was in med school, so five years old. You got to think about it. Like you went through four years of undergrad, mm-hmm. then you went through another four years of med school, yeah, and you never figured out that dressing up in blackface is wrong. Is wrong, yeah. And then in his military, um, in his military yearbook, his nickname was Coon Man. He said only two people. He said only two individuals that he doesn't know were the ones who just somehow called him that. And he didn't know why they called him that. But he said <laughs> that people, he was known for his um, nickname as the goose because as he was going through his. So, all right. So that's 25 years old. So he's saying that up until 25, he was going through puberty and his voice was changing octaves so he said that's where the goose came from but doesn't know why the you know small amount of people were calling him the coon man or whatever it was called this is an odd name to have very odd when, name um, to have. you got pictures of you dressed up in kkk costumes yeah. and as in his yearbook and the in the yearbook yeah like that's the thing that's so crazy about it to me is like this was in the yearbook like the school administrator thought this was appropriate okay. to put in you know like the principal was like yeah this is great that. i want to talk <laughs> i want to pick your guy's brain Fair, i'm going to start with you so hold on why why stop why get rid of that shocking guys what year was this 1985 yeah yeah, ni- yeah. 1984 <laughs> yeah and what, state, what, what state are we talking that's, about well what that's state? the thing it was in san antonio i think that's where that no it was in virginia it was in virginia okay he was but he was stationed in san antonio for something okay so it's virginia 1984 is he from san antonio only what twenty years after they passed civil rights? Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That's, maybe yeah. that. Maybe fifteen at that. Thank you. Not long. Yeah. We haven't been a long time, guys. Yeah. Yeah. The same culture. Nothing changed. I mean, I so when he was doing it back then, by the people who he was around, yep. they were no one was there to tell him it was wrong. He had no counter opinion. Yeah. To tell him that that wasn't the right thing. And that was this is yeah. the basis of the whole thing. If you grow up in an area full of white people who believe a certain way, you're going to believe just like them because no one's going to tell you not to. And, and so that's how it is. Yeah, and that's, that's why, why I tell yeah. your book. And that's why that's I wanted why, to bring it up. That's exactly why I wanted yeah, to bring this up because like, I wanted to get you know, fair. Hold on, fair. Hold on. Fair, I wanted to get. I wanted to get your guy's opinion on that because that was my same. My same thought process. I, he said something about. I think he was stationed for in, in the army or the military. He was in San Antonio, Texas, and then some. And then he went to Virginia for med school. So we're thinking like this is the deep south. This is a white guy in the eighties. This is not you know far since um, and since long. Um, since uh, anything real has passed, Jim Crow is probably still going on. I'm, I'm not, and I'm not giving him a pass. I'm not giving him a pass because this that shit is ridiculous. You're 25 years old. You should be able to know what's right from wrong. My my thing is, this was in the 80s. He's probably only hanging around white people, and this to them is the menstrual show that they want that that they wanted to 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 um, go ahead. But, I, I yeah, guess yeah. I would say that so. I think there are two there are two ideas here, right? A is he a maliciously racist person, 
And B, should he have just known better that this was probably a problem? This is a reasonably woke um, segment, everybody. <laughs> yeah, so like, so this like, is it's, a reasonably woke segment. It's yeah. two things. So like, A, like, I don't think you have to be a maliciously racist person to, to do that. I think people who are young just do stupid things. Yeah. Like your, your brain isn't really fully formed until you're 24. Exactly. Right? So you can 24, do, 25, I do think dumb things, yeah. right? Yeah. Prefrontal um, cortex. But in the 1980s, even though it was 20 years removed from you know the Jim civil Crow, rights area yeah. or you know whatever it still wasn't a fashionable thing like you still couldn't go on tv and dress in blackface like it was still already understood that that was not a proper thing to do so the only way you would do something like that is if you thought that it was never going to really get above outside of your friend group you know what i'm saying that could have been the case. so like he i, I don't I, I just don't really believe he didn't know it was wrong i just think he didn't think it was that bad or that he um it would ever resurface yeah hey, i think he was just 25 he's getting ready to graduate med school it was a funny thing to do among your friends or whatever and that's what he did yeah and it doesn't excuse the behavior but it's also like i don't excuse him as being like oh like i lived in the south that's what everybody was doing like everybody did a lot of things like if you want to be the governor of a state you have to be the one who always showed better judgment. There you go. And I think at a certain point, that just has to come into factor. You have to be the one who always showed better judgment, and he yeah. didn't. Yeah. And that was, um, and that was my. Um, I like that. I like two of those um, things right mm. there. So it's like we have that. This was not far removed from you know civil rights and all that stuff. This was in the eighties. Um, he most definitely probably thought that this wasn't going to get out because he admitted in that same year, like just randomly that mm -hmm. same year, I did actually perform in a, uh, a, a talent, you know, contest, costume contest, and I dress up as Michael Jackson and did blackface, but this is not me. So you're admitting to, I did blackface. I don't mind doing it, yeah. but this particular instance, no, this is not me. So you don't have a picture of me in that, but you know, I did do a light polish, but that's not me, <laughs> you know, just trying to <laughs> like, what's, what's bigger, you know, but I wanted to then dive deeper into, um, and fair, I'm going to kick it to you. Um, this question to you for blackface and how this started was in New York city. Um, and these are like, uh, you know, white people who are trying to, um, depict the black, experience am, am i correct in that pharaoh is that like what the menstrual show for the most part was no no it's racist bro <laughs> depicting a black experience it's and the, in the white eyes not people. the not the exactly but in the, no the, yeah. it's white people making fun of black people and even in their own eyes they're making fun of us like that's what they're doing it for yeah there's no there's no cultural benefit there's no artistic value expression none of that yeah for the pure comical relief of evil folk yeah yeah so i it, it was kind of like the way you phrased it when you say it was like depicting the black experience which from was a kind white, of odd. From a white perspective well because well, yeah. no it's like so if you look at after reconstruction mm -hmm. right when you have reconstruction there was this pushback in the idea that you had to create an underclass in society, you had to make it seem like black people couldn't function mm. in white society mm. because now they're being released from slavery and you had to make it be like, look, we were just trying to take care of them. These, they're, they're slow, they're moronic, they're mm. trying to attack white women. Mm. And how do you do that for a whole class of people, right? You, you do it through entertainment, you yeah. do it through comedy. Yeah. So what they were trying to do with these minstrel shows was 
create the image that they wanted to see of black people. So yep. black people aren't human. They're mammies. They're jigaboos. They're um, they're coons. They're all these types of different things. Outside all these the ca- white norm. Yeah. Yeah. They're you know they're eating fried chicken and you know spitting watermelon. out watermelon. Yeah. You know like this kind of crazy stuff. Just so like every time you saw them on TV, when you saw them in real life, you'd be like, oh, they look like the yeah, minstrel show. I got you. Um, and that's really how that bubbled up, just as a way to attack the idea of blackness in America. Mm. What that what that really was. Yeah. And it's just interesting that even now um we've seen it i believe at like college uh campuses and so forth white kids are still doing this like in alabama and so forth still going ahead and saying let me go ahead and put like blackface on Shoot, like, alabama yeah it, it might it might happen in boston <laughs> yeah, it might happen in new york and Bo- that is very true <laughs> that is very true might be happening down the block but even no. but in this in this age of information how why and not to say that you would know this because you know of any particular you know yeah. correlation but in your mind why is it that these kids are still doing this why is it that white people feel comfortable to say oh i can do this or i should be able to put blackface on and stuff like that um i believe that we just don't it's not it's not really well taught mm. you know okay um and it's Good not point. like the consequences of it aren't taught so like you have a bunch of young kids who really don't know a lot about black history they've been rich they're wealthy yeah. they're really insulated from any kind of consequences yeah, Brett Kavanaugh. um yeah basically right <laughs> yeah like you, yeah even when i like saw this and how like wrong it is i'm like i you know i went to a school where stuff like this could have really happened they could have and there was like especially that were close like this different yeah. kind of um you know parties that people had that yeah. were kind of distasteful mm. um and you know even like the show um what is it um Dear white people. Oh yeah, it's based off that idea Hell because yeah. it's something that happens nowadays mm-hmm. where kids still dress up as oh like I'm a the gangster or whatever. The parties, yeah, they, yeah, they paint yeah. their faces black. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like it's something that's ever really has gone away, mm. but it's always been in disrespect. It's yeah. never been something where it's like oh I didn't know this was wrong. Mm. Like you know you're making a character of somebody because you think you're better. You think like you that. are yeah. you are elevated. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of how this thing just kind of keeps going. Like mm. these people just don't particularly care until somebody makes them care so you have to make them lose their job you have to make it's them the use the government yeah, yeah. it has to get so bad that yeah. you're like okay I'd never do this again exactly you know yeah um, so we already know that's bad I really don't want to talk too much more about that because it's just you know just but leaving off of on um, the uh, Northam Governor Northam so far you know nobody knows what's going on apparently his lieutenant governor I think is a black man oh did you hear about I don't know if I you, know he would be the one who takes over yeah. I, I haven't and a lot of people, lot especially, him. you know, on liberal news, they were talking about, you know, why is it that he hasn't come out and said anything? I mean, he mm. did afterwards come out and say that um, he's his friend, but he does not, um, uh, he does, you know, does not approve of his actions and stuff. So we'll see what happens. But that's just, you know, a forefront, you know, of what, what's been going on. But I want to kind of go and end on um, something positive. Cory Booker uh, announcing his run for presidency president uh presidency 2020 that's what i'm talking about what are we thinking about that he's in my top two i think so too what are you thinking that's that um i i i like him as a politician i don't know if he'll be able to win Mm. um i i think there are like two things about him that are kind of off-putting not off-putting but i I think they're like weaknesses of him i think that i think that he really tries to play on positivity but that positivity is so consistent that it almost shows as fake and i think that a lot of people are either gonna see him as a sort of fraudulent politician or they're going to 
think that he's not strong enough to take on somebody like Trump. Mm. Um, and the second part is that he's he's unmarried. He doesn't have that's a, yeah. That's he doesn't have a partner. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not something. So I I want to make it perfectly clear. I don't think that you need to be married to be president. It's just the optics of it's, it, really. Uh, optics of it, and it's like people are gonna look around to see. Is there, there, there. They're going to yeah. try to figure out something. And yeah. if there's anything in that background that he doesn't want to see, that's going to come up because that's people true. are going to be so curious. So that's my All only right. concern with him. All right. That's a good. Those are two good reasons. Let me counter both. All right. On the first one of his positivity and being fake, to a degree, I agree with you. But to another degree, I believe that's exactly what we need. I believe the problem with modern politics is these real forms of hatred. And we need someone who's going to be able to maintain their positive attitude the whole way through. A Billy that's McFarlane. the kind of leader <laughs> A Billy- that we want to follow. Also, I think he's the only <clears throat> genuine human being in the race. That's who he is. Because Kamala, Kamala's He's history a guy. Is hold on, fuck her. No, 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 no. <laughs> Damn. Focus on Corey. Damn. All right. Let's focus on Corey. The hate. He's genuine about where he's come from. He's genuine about living where his constituents are. Like he lives in the hood. Yeah. He is a part of his. He goes out and shovels. Mm. Like this is the kind of guy who needs from the front. Mm. And I think even if he may not articulate. Or that, or that articulation of his positivity may lean on some people, it's because they're used to so much negativity. Mm. And this is the breath of fresh air we need. I, on the second point, uh, what was your second point? It's, it's a brief back. I, I lost no, it. No, it's okay. Uh, you said, um, I just said that, um, no, no, no. Yeah, what was the second point? He's married. So, I think yeah, that'd he's be not married. Up. Okay, so that's. Because That's a good point. Here's the problem. Here's the good thing about that. This next election will be the first time the younger demographic of unmarried people mm. overpowers the mm. uh, votes of people who are married, and they're angry and fired up. Yeah. So I don't really think they care. I, like I honestly point. don't think it matters in this election. People don't care about marriage like they did 50 years ago. You that would have mattered can, then. You can tell what they don't in care the la- about in, now. in the last election, that would have mattered. In this election, that's not going to matter because the kids are, are the voting population. You see, now. Trump, you see Trump is is like le- legitimately a uh, a cheater. You know, we already know he cheated on his wife. Yeah. And the evangelists and so forth are like, fuck it, it's fine. Let him fuck. Let no, him grab I'm, him by the pussy. So, yeah. Well, I, I think so. I, I guess what I'm saying is, so if he were to get to the general... I have no doubt that he could easily win the election. Mm-hmm. And, and and for me, it's more like I think that any Democrat with a, a competent um, campaign operation mm-hmm. can win. Um, it's more along the lines of for Cory Booker and uh, Kamala Harris are going to be competing for a lot of the same demographics. They're going oh, to be yeah. competing for the black demographic. Mm-hmm. Um, and they both have kind of two knocks against them, right? So Kamala is married to a white dude, and Cory Booker is not, not married. married. Yep. And if, you know, black people are very bigoted towards gays. If we're being very, 100% off, very, if we're being yes. 100% off, no, 100%, it's, and it's hard for him to prove that that's not the case. Ooh, so, damn, like, it's damn. like, I, and it's one of those things where yeah, I spicy. wish that wasn't an issue. I wish people would just look at him and be like, what are your policies? Yeah. What are you working on? But the fact of the matter is you're going to have to win voters in South Carolina, North Carolina, Georgia, and um, other majority and black states. And it's hard to do that with a, a very 
black Christian demographic who, oh, who know, are going to yeah. be looking to vote for you. Christianity um, is a bitch. Because yeah, they'll be very bigoted about yeah. it. So I, I think that's just the knock of him getting out of the primaries. Mm. And that's my only fear for him. Like, I think he would be a great candidate. It's just that, like, the the politics around it, I think, are kind of fraught for him. And he's going to have to overcome those. Yeah, no, that is true. So we're actually, we'll see what comes about. But it's just great news. And even if um, there was a... Um, you know, on an interview that he had and they were asking him, how do you feel about running against like, you know, Kirsten Gillibrand and so forth? Like these are his friends, you know, yeah. he's like, these are my sisters and stuff. So I do like the camaraderie there, but you know, even Kirsten Gillibrand was like, you know, I'm rooting for him, but you know, I'm hoping that he doesn't, you know, win that much, you know, whatever the case is. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, so this is, I believe that this is good. And I don't know just because of like my ignorance, but I don't know if this has ever, you know, been seen before. We we have this much um this much energy in regards to like the Democratic Party right I, now. I think there's always been like a ton of energy. I think for me the for so many presidential candidates. Well I think like right after Bush there were a ton of people who, because they all felt like they could be the next president. Mm. Like, I think you get a lot of candidates when it looks like it's very easy for your side to win. Yep. Um, so I, I think the historic part of this for me is that two, the two front runners, the two heavy favorites right now are, are two black candidates. Yeah. And they're, they're unique candidates, right? Like one's black history half, baby. Um, half Indian, half, yeah. half Jamaican. Half Jamaican, yeah. And um, yeah, the Big other up. one's... Boop, boop, boop. The yep. other one's single, which I think is honestly a great aspect for a president you have yep. you have to sit here and focus on your family right you can focus on the country yeah um so you know i i think that all this kind of non-traditionality traditionality um is is great within a democratic field and i yeah. think that it makes us a uh, gives us a strong match. i'm just loving that kamala harris is is jamaican that's why I, like. <laughs> I just love it so um well this is it this is this is uh reasonably woke this is black history month so what are our gold star points and or are you sending somebody to the grape fields Estat. um this week <laughs> um i don't know i think my my gold star point would be to if Whenever you're embarking on something, there's going to be a lot of people who are very negative towards you, mm. and they feel that you know saying all kinds of craziness to you is really going to bring you down. Mm. But in reality, um, majority of people are behind keyboards typing away, um, and you can't let stuff like that get to Twitter you fingers. because yeah, basically. Um, so like, because what I do is I do a lot of stuff on Twitter where I have to argue with a lot of people yeah. about political subjects. Yeah. So I argued with a lot of people about um, Kamala Harris recently. Okay. And they'd be throwing barbs at me like, I was going to delete my account because you were making fun of me on Twitter. Oh, wow. Like, yeah, no, yeah. that's not going to happen. Exactly. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, so yeah. just have that self-confidence in yourself that so you can stand by here. You're starting to see that, the, oh, the Twitter trolls. Tw tons of it, but... Yeah. Any I bots? Have, have, you, have you seen any No, I haven't seen the Russian bots yet. No but Russian I'm arguing bots. with liberals about liberal stuff, so they're not oh, going to, you know, if okay. I start arguing with conservatives, soon it'll, oh. it'll be a beat on me. Um, shout out your Twitter handle. Your Twitter handle. <laughs> oh, um, it's just um, reasonably woke. Okay. Reasonably Amen. woke. Amen. And, so, <laughs> and so we're over here um, debating with liberals. No conservatives. No, no MAGA hat wearing people yet. Well, I, you know, like, I'll argue with them a little bit, but... Um, not, not, as me not as much as. Yeah, because they're just like really like they don't get as mad 
um, when like a liberal gets at them as liberals do when you're challenging one of their point of views. You know what I'm saying? Like, That's interesting. It's, it's like a weird kind of dynamic, but I just don't get the vitriol. Like they just yeah. won't even interact with me. Oh wow. Where like liberals will. Okay. Um, so it's just they're, kind of like they're a, there for the smoke. They're yeah, yeah. They, the they smoke. want the smoke, and yeah, you know, liberals I, want the smoke. Come at it. Yeah, come at it. <laughs> I give them a forest fire. <laughs> Farrah, what is your gold star point? And or are you sending somebody to the grape fields? I'm already sending what's the name to the grape fields. So I have a gold star point. Uh, mine is a quote. Um, if you would take, you must first give. This is the beginning of intelligence. Okay. Uh, loud, loud Um Amen. So the reason why I said this, I wanted to just start changing everyone's thinking about stop thinking about what the world can do for you, oh, and start thinking about <clears throat> what you can do for the world. You better tell them. That's my goal. Stop. Amen. Um, I'll just be the ratchet side, and I'll just send um, <laughs> Governor Northam to uh, to the to the grape fields. Um, and then also just. You know, us talking about this fire festival, a gold star point. Like, if this was black, this would have never been black people. You want to know why? This would have never been black people because we need to see pictures. We need to see all of that. Even though they were requesting it, they weren't doing it. I'd be like, nah, this is not for me. I'm not going. <laughs> like, you, like, black people would have been all throughout that, you know, what's going on. They did ask questions. Don't get me wrong. But how, if you don't, if you didn't ask questions, um, or if you did ask questions and didn't get any answers, why are you going to still go? You know? Interesting. So, but I'm still sending <laughs> Governor Northam. You're going to the great fields because you want to be over here trying to um, put um, shoe polish on your face to I don't know connotate somebody. You know. So, anyways, gold star point. Don't yeah. put shoe polish on your face. <laughs> Just don't do it. <laughs> now, gold now, star point. Now, now that we. <laughs> Now that we know that. So thank you. Thank you, Governor Northam, for letting us know yeah. never to put shoe polish. Yeah, my my, my, <laughs> my ghost my point was bad before. This is this is a better one. Don't put don't put we shoe polish on your face. <laughs> I was trying to go broad. I should have got specific. Facts. <laughs> facts of life. And and if this works, if this works, damn it. See? I mean, this is black history and just the, the ghetto nature of us it not being is, able to man. get that. <laughs> this is just, it's like, we got to work on this, man. We got to work. Anyway, this is Black History Month. This is Readably Woke. Thank you so much for listening to episode two of Reasonably black, Woke. Black, 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 black it on black. Boom. Yeah. Damn. It's a new